shoulder to shoulder on those front lines. Brothers! Today we fight for all our brothers back home. Commence primary ignition. up all of you Ugnots and Jawas out there and welcome back to yet again another episode of Mando Talk and we have quite a special episode to deliver all of our lovely listeners out there those of you that are with us live we appreciate you being here and first things first let me welcome in DJ Foster at Rebel Scum Texan he is back how are you doing sir glad to be here I, I have thoroughly been looking forward to tonight ever since i pitched the idea a few weeks back and it just means the world to me that we were getting to do this with our brothers tonight yeah and, absolutely uh, I, I am so stoked about what we've got in store for the rest of the evening yeah, yeah. buddy me too well let's go ahead and introduce our, our lovely brothers here that we've got tonight and first let's just start over here we got a returning voice jacob keller you've heard him before if you're a, a listener of mando talk uh, let's welcome jacob back what's up jacob how are you doing oh i'm good man good to be here um i'm so stoked for this podcast and to talk about these episodes of star wars visions yeah absolutely i think it's gonna be pretty special all right dj why don't you introduce your brother in the force that's with you tonight this is my younger brother. I have two younger brothers, and the other one is at home, but this is my middle younger brother, Gavin Foster. Gavin, tell the people hello. Hi, y'all. Uh, I'm extremely happy to be here. It's different me being on a podcast, let alone on YouTube, but I'm excited. Sure. Well, I'm I'm excited to have you because like we, we teased up Tuesday during our Geekverse Reactions episode, Gavin and Jacob bring the anime knowledge that myself – and and dj lack so As we've we're already have... like we've discovered this before we we hit record tonight we've already heard some conversations and okay and just to I, kind of i'm cutting you off i know i am but i just have to say this really quick we've already gotten confused about stuff me okay. and caleb we have sure. me and caleb have no idea what's going on already about a couple things All and right. so it's going to be i think a blast and a half as we continue Absolutely. Well, listen. We oh, do. yeah. You got some anime <laughs> fans in here tonight. And yeah. Yes, you do. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Jujutsu Very Kaisen, Demon Slayer, Naruto. I don't know what that means. I just know what Star Wars is. That's what that's that's what I'm here for. Well, you, you should look into it, man. You should look into it. Well, bro. I'll tell you what. Star Wars Visions is making me want to look into it. And, and we'll dive deeper into Star Wars do Visions it. a little bit yep. later. But I do think that it's important that visions is doing that for a lot of star wars fans out there maybe people that haven't seen anime stuff before this is their introduction to that and i think visions is doing a great job of getting people interested in that genre but like i said oh yeah we've got some things that we want to hit first before we get to star wars visions so if everybody's good if, if we're all good, if everyone's ready in their positions in our Millennium Falcon of a, of a ship tonight. We're going to try to calm down. Are you Chewbacca or am I Chewbacca? Why? Who's who's the pilot? Who's the co-pilot? Oh, I'll be a co-pilot. Okay, so he's he's riding over here. He's Chewbacca. I'll be Han Solo. 
Fair enough. Fair enough. All right, let's do this thing. So what we're going to do at the beginning of the episode this week is update you just real quickly and give our quick opinions on the past week in Star Wars news, because that's what we've been doing recently. But again, we want to give most of our time divisions on this week's episode. So real quick, first thing off the top as far as our news pieces go, we've got a special on Boba Fett's history and legacy will be arriving on Disney Plus on none other than Disney Plus Day, which is November 12th. Now, I also want to point out, because they've been advertising that as being the, the day that Disney Plus premiered. Let's not forget that that's two years ago that The Mandalorian premiered. So It's, really, it's Mandalorian really good Day as far as I'm there. concerned. Wow. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's Mandalorian Day as far as I'm concerned, and it's worth it. Put it on the calendar. Absolutely. Let's <laughs> just We need to get some Disney-centric or some Star Wars. We need to make a Star Wars calendar. I'm going to patent it right now so <laughs> no one steals it. Hey. Let's get a Star Wars calendar, but all the most important Star Wars dates ever on the whole across yeah. the whole year. I mean, and then Disney Plus Day will just become Mandalorian's birthday. Yeah, that's what it needs to be. <laughs> hey, I like it. I like it. So here, here's the question that I have for us to consider. Do, should we expect to see the Book of Boba Fett content dropped during this special or just in this day in general? What do you think, DJ? I, I would be shocked if we didn't get at least a trailer. I mean, if if we don't get a trailer for Book of Boba Fett on Disney Plus Day, and I think I said this last week or maybe in a week before that, I don't know. I just mm -hmm. think that we've got to get something, you know, before, I mean, we got to get something before this thing premieres. I mean, we, and I'd be shocked if we didn't, you know, it just, it makes all the sense in the world now with this, with this new announcement about this stuff coming out about the legacy of Boba Fett. You know, it just makes perfect sense that we would get a trailer on Disney Plus Day. Uh, you know, as far as I'm concerned, that's that's the day it's coming. At least a teaser. At least a yeah, teaser. Yeah, I mean, it has to be at least a small teaser, at the very least. If it's Boba Fett and maybe some of that rumored new armor we've heard about. Mm. But, I mean, at the very least, you know, we'll see the helmet. We got to. Yeah, I think so, too. Jacob, what do you think? Hmm, I know what I would love to see. What's that? I would love to see a trailer for okay. Boba Fett. Yeah, sure, <laughs> sure. I will say, I mean, I'm going to be pretty excited just to get this special as far as diving deeper into the character. But, I mean, it makes sense. I mean, they've got the, the show coming out the following month. Why would they not use that as an opportunity to promote exactly. said show? So I kind of expect to see something, although I don't know. Do I know this is going down a rabbit hole, and maybe we'll leave it at this, but do we think that we won't see a trailer all the way until November 12th? I, I honestly, at this point, I would say, yeah. I mean, okay. I was at a point where I was like, oh, we're not getting the Spider-Man trailer ever. And, <laughs> and then I thought, oh, we'll get Book of Boba Fett way before Spider-Man. And now that was me being like insanely optimistic. Mm -hmm. I'm going with the pessimistic route on that because I just don't <laughs> see us getting one, you know, before it's November 12th, right? Yes, I, November I, I 12th. Sure I got, okay, I, I keep thinking it's November 11th for some reason. I don't, there, yeah. there's no significant date in my brain about that, but November 12th, everybody, November 12th. Right. I was listening and watching. Yeah. Um, yeah. All right. Well, listen, that, that's all we really wanted to talk about with that book of Boba Fett and Boba Fett getting a special again, because we got some so many things to get to tonight. But I do real quick want to give a shout out. We got Sydney in the live chat. We got RFB Rural Farm Hi, Boy Sydney. in the live chat. Blue Harvest Bricks. The it, whole fam is with us. The I, whole I'm, crew is here tonight. Look, Blue Harvest Bricks, he's a member of our Discord. Quick plug for Discord. Yeah, if you're not on the Mando Talk Discord, come over there and join us. You know, my brother Gavin here is on there as TK421. 
Always. And uh, Jacob, you're in the Discord, right? Surely. Me? Man, he's yeah. he's uh, so lacking as far as, uh, as technology bummer. goes. Bummer. <laughs> um, <laughs> roast, roast him in the chat, but, guys. But roast Blue Harvest him. Bricks, Blue Harvest Bricks joining us all the way from the United Kingdom. Yeah. And oh, heck yeah. I, I'm so glad he's back. He missed a couple of uh, episodes recently, but he's he came into Discord all humble, real nice, and said, hey, guys, I'm sorry I missed the last few times. Dude, we're just happy you're back. All right? Yeah. So to everybody brand new, never been here before, you're you're returning. We're so glad you're here. Yeah. And and since you said that, okay, another plug. If you haven't subscribed, subscribe. Help us out. Help us out. (laughs) Okay. We're very close to our goal. Very close to our goal. Very close. Okay. Next news piece real quickly. We've got uh, officially, I guess, although I think we've kind of speculated this up to this point, the Hollywood reporter revealed that Chris Coxell is the new head of publicity and communications at Lucasfilm. When they released this article, I believe in there they kind of mapped out that both that all three Kenobi, Andor, and yeah. Mando three are coming out in 2022. Although I believe here yeah. at Mando Talk, we've kind of speculated that that was going to be the case. Although I can't remember for some reason, I'm struggling to remember if Lucasfilm has confirmed this. But with Hollywood Reporter coming out and saying this it's pretty much set in stone that we're going to get all three of those shows which like gavin was just saying is pretty crazy uh that we're going to be getting those well i don't see why that wouldn't we can't take that as fact i mean that's i mean that's bible at this point and in no way that you know i I think that the hollywood reporter is owned by disney i have no idea i have no idea that's my speculation because disney owns owns all man they own (laughs) everything yeah except spider-man but we'll talk about that another time (laughs) um but you know with that being said they have dropped exclusive disney information before so Mm -hmm. it lends me to believe they are owned their parent company is disney and with and like you said it's set in stone just get out the hammer and and chisel and go to town at this point because there's no way that this is going to change unless something absolutely insane happens that changes this, but I don't see that happening whatsoever. Sure. You got any thoughts on that? Yeah. It's just, I, it's so weird to fathom the fact that the star Wars is let alone having three different things in the same year coming out, because I mean, that's, it's not in my brain. Cause I mean, since Clone Wars came out whenever we were kids, well, you were a teenager, but it's just, that was constant and it kept coming out. And so it was just cool to have all that at the same time. And we haven't had anything like that for the past, like, what six years yeah i mean even since (laughs) even since disney's had had the rights to star wars you know it's not been one of those things where we've gotten this much content at Mm -hmm. in one year you know like we had mandalorian and rise of skywalker that was a lot but like it wasn't the same as as this i mean and we got to remember these are powerhouse things i mean rogue one was an incredible film it did amazing at the box office it's ewan mcgregor as obi-wan kenobi and of course it's dagum din Djarin out here with the mandalorian so i mean (laughs) there's no way it's Pedro gonna Pascal. Yeah, there's no way it's gonna be a bummer of a year. It's yeah. gonna be fantastic. Yeah. Jacob, what are your thoughts on the year of 2022 mm. in Star Wars? It sounds like it'll be a really good year for Star Wars. And I can't wait to see um just the creativity speaking through these shows and the stories unfold. And man, yeah, I'm looking forward to that. Check your tire pressure because it's gonna be a good year. <laughs> <laughs> Put them. Why, why am I not leaving? I'm done. 
I'm working on my dad. I'm working on my dad jokes. I gotta, hey, I gotta gear up. Wrong hey, person. I man. think you're there. I think you're there with him, man. You're prepped, That's primed, it. and That's ready. It. That came off the top of the dome. I was like, oh, I have to say this. All right, you're ready. No more. I'm ready. Yeah, you're right. That's my dad joke for the night. All right. Any other thoughts on the year of 2022 from Good. from from the boys? From the boys. I'll be a senior in high school, so I mean, it's just. Hey, he's just talk about a great senior year. Capping (laughs) off his senior year with like some of the best Star Wars content that we'll probably have ever gotten. I'm oh, that might be a hot take. It's gonna be some of the best Star Wars Mm. content we'll have ever received. I'm I'm lumping in Empire Strikes Back with that. (laughs) Honestly, without without Ahsoka, it's it's not good enough. Oh, it's not good enough. Yeah. He's got on his Ahsoka Tano t-shirt tonight. We're hey. truthfully, we are more pumped for Ahsoka, I think, than the other three, if we're gonna be real honest. Mm, yeah. So we're really looking forward to Ahsoka. Andor seems to be pretty cool, too. Yeah, it's I'm, gonna be good. I love the shootout kind of stuff. Yeah, it's gonna yeah, be fun. Yeah. A lot of t- ton of fun. Ton of fun. <laughs> okay. Here's a the, this next news piece, or I guess rumor, if you will, could be potentially be a ton of fun if said rumor is true, and that is that another new Star Wars game is rumored to be in production from Quantic Dreams, which this company has developed Heavy Rain, Beyond, Two Souls, and Detroit Become Human. Me, myself, being the non-gamer, never heard of either three of those games. Anybody here on this panel tonight have any experience with this company? Okay, I think I've seen Detroit Become Human. Okay. And that's oh, a yeah. really interesting game. It's a very where, interesting game. Yeah, you're playing as like um AI robots that want to become like want to have their rights as humans. And did we both just, do the same thing? <laughs> me and DJ both were taking <laughs> a sip and we paused. We were like, wait a second, continue, AI Jacob. Robot. Go on, go on. Enlighten us. <laughs> glitch in the matrix huh <laughs> you had me at ai robots no yeah um and that's what makes it such an interesting game is you follow several different stories where you're following different robots that realize personhood basically okay. and struggle to have that recognized by people hmm. so what i'm hearing is that we're getting an l337 game is what we're getting we're getting this full-on game where it's just l3 from solo the whole time trying to live her life as a singer. <laughs> that's that's what i'm hearing is oh what this gosh. is gonna be that is interesting that's pure, that would be the most boring game of all time <laughs> <laughs> i don't know um <laughs> well in terms of like fun. what kind of game it is is the kind of where the decisions that you make affect the outcome of the game sure um yeah so that'll be really cool as a Star Wars game. <laughs> okay, fair. fair. I like Gavin, the idea. Do you have any thoughts on the just the game and, or the company, I guess, before I read like a direct quote? Well, I can tell you now that the company has done some good games, Detroit being one of them. It made some really good numbers for money, uh, especially on release. Uh, but specifically, it's it's a good uh, kind of like theatrical game. It has a lot mm-hmm. of RPG, R- RPG vibes. I haven't yeah, played it, but exactly. I've watched playthroughs. So I'm just... I'm, mm-hmm. If they're doing a Star Wars, let alone an open world Star Wars game, like I've heard, I'm, I'm excited. Yeah, <laughs> I'm yeah. excited. Fair enough. Okay, well, listen, let me Fair just enough. to finalize this. I'm going to read like a report or a, a quote from a trusted source in the gaming industry. And I'll probably butcher how you say this. Kotaku, 
Kotaku, maybe. I'm not sure. I'm not a gamer. I, I know Zach out there might know how to say that. That comes Zach Horvath. Shout out to him, man. We we love you, bro. You know, we know that you're always going to be part of Mando Talk. But anyway, always. according to this source, Quantic Dream has indeed been working on a Star Wars game for approximately a year and a half, but it won't be the conventional type of quick time event driven game we've come to expect from the french studio instead they said the game will have more traditional action gameplay and possibly even like gavin just alluded to open world and multiplayer elements so really cool obviously anytime that open world title or descriptor is thrown out there with star wars i'm interested and Mm -hmm. i would love to see it (laughs) yeah and I'm I'm not a gamer, but I love the Assassin's Creed franchise. And so having played Assassin's yeah. Creed and also Spider-Man, the PS4 uh, first Spider-Man game that came out just a few years that ago. That is open world. So. That's, yeah, they're both extremely fun and very open world type games. And I love them to death. So the idea of, I've always been open to the idea of an, of an open world game coming to the Star Wars universe. If this is the studio that finally puts those rumors to rest, that's great mm-hmm. news for me because I know I'll pick that up. Yeah. yeah. Anything with Star Wars on it. I've said it before. I've said it so many times. Yeah. I'll get a game if it says Star Wars, but if it doesn't say Star Wars, I probably won't get it unless I'm convinced to get it. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Pretty much. All right. One final news piece before we get to Star Wars visions. And this is something that me and DJ were actually talking about last week. Yeah. And it's crazy how sometimes things come out right at the correct moments. And Absolutely. it is that the Mandalorian composer, Ludwig Gorenson is reportedly yes. returning to compose the book of Boba Fett. The source on this is film music reporter. For me, I think we even talked about this on Geekverse reactions about how the Lord of the Rings series is really, it's really yeah. good that they're getting Howard Shore back. Yeah, In my nice. opinion, now that we're doing this whole Mandoverse thing, I think it's important to get Ludwig involved with all of these Mandoverse series to, again, make them feel even more so connected. And that's really, as Forrest Gump would say, that's really all I have to say about that. Jacob, what you got? Yeah, I like that. Um, The theme and the feel of your music definitely would unite like the stories together. And I think you put it really well. I think that's a common thread we've seen with John Williams, Mm -hmm. you know, John Williams. And I I once put this question out there in some Facebook group years ago of, do you think that modern film composers, and I guess I can ask all of us, do you think modern film composers are kind of like the Beethovens or the Mozarts of today? Because I think they are. And I I think it'd be very hard to say, look at at John Williams and look at nine films, Star Wars, all one through nine, and how you can see nine symphonies is kind of how I look at it. Now, I'm not like a music guy. Gavin over here, quick plug for Gavin. Gavin's in a march in high school marching band snare player, snare drummer, and he's incredible. Oh, right and I'm not just saying that <laughs> because he's on the show. He actually really is an amazing snare drummer. But um, when you think about people like like Gavin, you know, you're going to have a really good perspective on something like this. So yeah. what do you think about like Ludwig coming in? <laughs> so we uh, trying to add on to what you said about um, John Williams and how they could be like the modern day, um, like uh, Ludwig von, De- von Beethoven. Um, if they were like him, it would have to be more of the more popular ones, because I feel like back in the day, whenever that like way back when, when they had those, um, they had those composers, um, I'm, I'm blanking on names, but like Beethoven, we blank on names all the time, Mozart, (laughs) um, yeah, several different more, uh, Stravinsky, 
just so mm -hmm. many they 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 made music that alluded to um plays and they had things that would allude to what their life was like like beethoven yeah. constantly loud music he was deaf that's, mm -hmm. that's true and so that's why i'm expecting like people like john williams or hans zimmer they're they're like the big ones like hans zimmer did all the batman movies and then uh you have john williams doing basically everything <laughs> for star wars yeah. he did harry potter he did uh, home alone too didn't he he did do yes. home alone, he did home alone. Yeah. <laughs> it's just it's fantastic to see all these uh like new composers and like, on here and just to build off of that again it's like seeing ludwig being brought in to do um book, book of boba fett Mm -hmm. I feel like it just needs to, and he needs to be the T the live action TV guy. Cause mm -hmm. like we've, we got Kevin Kiner has done the clone wars and rebels and bad batch. Mm -hmm. That's that's he's the animation on guy. lock. He's on, on yeah. lock. Yeah. And it's yeah, fantastic. Yeah. You know, I can't, if I hear the clone theme or the Ahsoka theme play, I'm like, that's Kevin Kiner, baby. So, mm -hmm. and so Ahsoka theme all day. And, um, and then of course, you know, with Ludwig doing these other shows, it just, it makes sense to keep that, I guess, in the family, if that makes yeah. sense. Absolutely. All right. Well, listen, that is all of the news. Again, we want to spend our focus on visions this week, but we wanted to keep our listeners, yes. you know, up to date as far as Star Wars news goes, but it is time for us to discuss Star Wars Visions. Now, real quickly, Let's we go. are going to get Let's into go. spoilers for Star Wars Visions episodes one through five. So if you have not seen those episodes, you may want to come back. However, I will or one of us will give a warning before we go to the next episode. So may, maybe, for example, you've seen episodes one and two. Well, stick around with us. We'll talk about episodes one and two and then come back after you've then continued to watch in three, four and five. But we'll give, you know, a warning before we go into each episode. But with that said, I guess before we get into each episode, I do want to kind of go back to this idea of like maybe just non spoiler discussion about it first and just back to what we were talking about at the top of this episode i think it's really cool to see not only just star wars getting new content but star wars getting new content that it's that we've never seen before mm -hmm. as yeah. far as this anime genre goes anime and it's beautiful <laughs> yeah there you go it's beautiful it looks great and i can't wait to finish my watch uh, but what are you everybody everybody here everybody that's with us what are your non-spoiler just overall impressions of what you've seen so far? Let's start with Gavin. So it's really awesome to see that they have a whole bunch of different studios doing the animation. Mm -hmm. And I yeah. already talked to DJ about this, but I specifically definitely wanted to talk about it on here. There's a show on Netflix called Love, Death, and Robots. Uh, they had different people do, have different studios do the same different, no, sorry, different animation for, for different episodes. And so mm -hmm. I feel like the visions doing this is bringing in a whole different genre of a way to um, uh, show how the Star Wars universe can look so different, but still be completely the same, mm. because that's just what Star Wars is. It's it's just Star Wars. <laughs> I mean, yeah. but the fact that it's anime makes it all the much better, especially for me. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> sure, sure. Jacob, what do you got? What, what are your overall impressions so um... far? I want DJ to go first. Oh, okay. DJ, what okay, you got? That's fine. Well, you know, for me, I, like I, I've said this before, I'm not an anime guy. And yeah. I and it, I don't knock it. You know, I appreciate the art and should be. And the, uh, I'm, I'll work on it. We'll see. <laughs> you but, should be. <laughs> but, but watching these first five episodes, which are the only ones I've seen so far. Same. Um, 
the fact that we have these different animation styles, but they're all connected under this word anime. You know, if somebody had told me a million years ago that anime wasn't just this one style, I think I might have been more interested in it because especially and I'm not going into spoilers, but that first episode specifically, I was hooked. Yeah. And if I could yeah. see more like that, I would I think I could make the switch over to being an anime fan if I could find more stuff like that. Sure. You know, so for me, that that's kind of my and just as a whole for these first five episodes. They're all great. You know, there's some that I have that I think are better than others. And I think we'll all have that way. But, you know, for the for the most part, I, I couldn't be more excited about this and be more happy with the results that I've seen so far. So now I'm going to kick it back over to Jakob over there. Hmm. Jakob. Jakob. <laughs> it sounds like we're hawking up some loogies. <laughs> the Hebrew I believe that is the, that is the appropriate Hebrew pronunciation. It is. Jakob. Yeah. <laughs> um. Uh, first thing I'm going to touch on is, uh, as Caleb knows, I always love the story of something. And to me, that's like the foundation of whatever the work of art is. Um, and I love the stories in all of these so far. Love them. Um, second thing that I'm going to touch on is what y'all already have is how each episode is in itself a work of art that could stand on its yes. own mm -hmm. and is unique from the other, you know? And that's what's special Absolutely. about this series is, you know, the way that it's in anime is that each episode can be its own form of art. And I love that yes. so much about seeing Star Wars like this. Mm. Yeah, no, I, I love the the possibilities that the just the concept of this has created and and tell you what i love the decision to go the non-canon route i yes. think that yes. that allowed them <laughs> yes. to explore the anime genre even so more, much more so bad. than so than it better. would have had it been canon so i'm really mm -hmm. glad that they made that decision uh, any other final non-spoilers before we get into i want to quickly apologize I want to quickly apologize. I was making sure family and friends knew that we were doing this right hey, now. Hey, hey, because that's awesome. this is it's. I get to talk. I'm sure you guys talk Star Wars on a fairly regular basis. We talk Star Wars on a fairly regular basis, and the fact that we're doing something like this to me is mm -hmm. very special. I want to make sure people on yeah my socials know about sure. that. And <laughs> hey. I didn't do that beforehand. That's my fault. So I took care of it now. No, hey, um, fair, fair enough. Fair enough. Um, no, yeah, I'm ready to get into the spoilers. I'm okay. super ready. Let's just do it. Let's okay, go. so listen, we're going to get into episode one spoilers. And what we've done basically is I have a list of takeaways, but let me just go ahead and, and t tell you the facts. My takeaways are not going to be as deep into the anime stuff as Jacob and Gavin are probably going to be able to provide. Yes. And I'm hoping that maybe me and DJ are thinking some similar things, but I'm hoping that all of us, because like we've alluded to, there's so much to all of these individual stories. Hopefully yeah. all of us took more and different things and this and this and, and found comfort and, and happiness and joy uh, while we were watching these episodes. So I wanted to get that down and out of the way. I'll be sharing my quick takeaways, but just know that that's going to open this thing into so many cool and fun, interesting conversations. So episode one of Star Wars Visions the duel. Now, what I'm going to do is read each production or the pro 
the producers or the company that worked on this, and I'll probably butcher some names, and Jacob might correct me a couple of times, which is totally fine. I, I will. You, you're for the duel, <laughs> Kamikaze, Kamikaze Doga? Doga. Doga. It's yeah. either Doga produced, or Doga. But produced sure the duel. Right. And with the duel, I think across the board, from what I've seen on socials, is blowing people's mind. Mm-hmm. Uh, the uh, animation yes. style. And for me, my first takeaway here was the grayscale type of visuals, yeah. but the crystals, the lights on the jet, all the lights on the droids, yes. the sabers, that's the color that we saw. And that was the only color that we saw. And I loved that animation. That was my Good. first takeaway. Any thoughts on that? I'm going to go ahead and say that this was the one I was the most excited to see. The moment they announced Star Wars anime, I knew the world was going to go nuts over it. Mm-hmm, back mm-hmm. at that disney investors day when they when they first announced i think that was like in november or december of last year when they said that they were doing this i was like this is going to be incredible and it's already proven so oh, just yeah. with this first episode oh yeah and mm-hmm. me i i am a i've said this on the show i, I am a huge film fan i love mm-hmm. filmmaking you know i wanted to be a filmmaker for several years and i've studied film and only recently have I discovered Akira Kurosawa, the, the famous Japanese filmmaker who George Lucas, our boy George Lucas, has a, had a good friendship with. And he took a lot from Kurosawa's style and brought it into Star Wars. Mm-hmm. So seeing that Kurosawa style in this first episode of The Duel meant so much to me, not just as like a fan of film, but as a Star Wars fan. And it, there was a certain kind of beauty to it in the storytelling mm-hmm. and in the animation. And like you said, I was going to mention it if no one else did, the lights. Mm. They, everything was black and white except for lightsabers. And I thought this makes the story just push in the, the right kind of uh, emotion and the right kind of place. Yep. So for me, that, mm-hmm. that is my main biggest takeaway uh, mm-hmm. from this first episode. I'm going to kick it over to Gavin. What do you think? So I had a friend today uh, talk to me about this first episode because he asked me, he told me he watched every episode last night. And I was like, that's awesome. Uh, But he talked to me and I was like, isn't this the same animation studio that did Jojo's Bizarre Adventure? And it is. Uh, So Jojo's (laughs) Bizarre Adventure. Yeah. So they they've had like some of the craziest fan base for an anime. Yeah. But it's some of the best, like the first two seasons. Okay. Animation. The fourth season, now that's some good animation. Yeah. But it's all in color. Like, everything is the most mm-hmm. colorful you can think about. So it's completely different. Oh, it's such different. a different style than this wow. episode. Yeah, it's, com- it's completely different from what Kamikaze Doga would actually do. Interesting. Mm-hmm. So it's just, I know that. it's insane. I, I thought it was awesome. Okay. That's really interesting to know because that just shows you the versatility of the animation artists mm-hmm. in that studio. Because like you said, uh, JoJo is very colorful and very, um, I've heard some people even think it's kind of flamboyant, flamboyantly colorful. And just that difference in animation style is really incredible. And um, yeah, one big thing that I took away from this first episode, watching this and getting a feel for what the rest of the series would be like is like, I saw it, and I'm like, okay, all of this is going to be art. (laughs) Yeah, it's been... All of this is going to be a visual, just visually 
It's like somebody gave me yeah. like <laughs> some sort of glasses. It's like yeah. somebody gave me some sort of glasses and they say, here, wear these for a little while. Yeah. And you sure. you go into this other world. It's it's yep. you're right. You're, you're absolutely right, Jacob. It's the okay, coolest so I'm gonna tell y'all something. This is what's beautiful about anime. <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Well, okay, let's get to my next takeaway. And it's simply this. The Sith bandit leader. Let's mm -hmm. talk about how cool of a villain that Sith bandit leader is umbrella with an umbrella lightsaber, lightsaber yes. helicopter, like whirl. And then she comes down and with the most intimidating face yeah. on. Oh, man, I, I got chills, honestly, at that moment. That was so cool. I loved this character. Uh, what were our everyone's general thoughts on the Sith bandit leader? Hardcore reminders of Asajj Ventress. Yep. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, because we didn't talk yeah. about this beforehand. I mean, the second she showed up, I was like, "That's Asajj Ventress." Of course, it's not. But the umbrella saber, even, and and just mm -hmm. the fact that it, one thing about well, I'll say that for a minute. But it's just the coolest thing. I'm mean, to you one for to me. Say for me, it always reminds me of uh, the old Clone Wars, the like the 2D animated. It reminds yeah. me of that Asaz Ventress. Which yeah. we've done an episode about, and you should go back and rewatch or listen to that. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Do it. Fair. Fair. <laughs> go Damn ahead. It. I didn't, I was just a no, that's, quick that's plug. All I oh, to say. okay. Yeah, it's, it's good. <laughs> just plugging that Megan, one. What are quick. your thoughts on Sith Bandit Leader? Um, I was just trying to remember is there like color in her eyes? Mm, I don't think so. I if thought, I'm, Kevin, I, I thought there, there might be like a little check. bit of yellow. There may have been. Oh, the Sith eyes. Oh, if there are Sith, if, if Sith eyes showed up and we missed it, are uh -huh. we even Star Wars fans? I don't know, man. We might need to just end this episode <laughs> end and call it, it quits. <laughs> Try it again next week. <laughs> I guess so. No, if it is, I, I think you may have be onto something there. If it's not um, Sith eyes, it may be a reflection of the lightsaber mm. or something in her eyes. And Gavin's over here showing me pictures no it's just reflections of the lightsaber okay cool. in, in the eye so we didn't lose our star well, wars fan cool card too, we're though. good yeah oh. that's really cool All um right. but yeah intimidating character yeah. and cool um, lightsaber <laughs> let's buy really it cool two thousand dollars that's gotta be an interesting <laughs> backstory too oh that's worth the money it's a, already that's worth the like money. it's already ignited in a sheath and it comes yeah, out of yeah. the, the holster and it's I like ready that. to go. I'm like, okay, I, it's something different. <laughs> but that, that also makes you think, what if the, what that, sorry, that probably means like the sheath for the lightsaber has to be made of Beskar. Oh. Yeah. So, because <laughs> if, it, if you stuck it in there, it's not going to hold that lightsaber. It has to be made of Beskar. I have, I have no words. My I have blown. no words. <laughs> Didn't in, think in about the episode, that. No, never even crossed my mind. Yeah, and in the episode, they also say that um, that dude that's uh, with Master Ronan, um, whenever he gets there, he says that this is the ragtag band of, like, the leftover clones from the war. That, right. that makes me think it's after episode six, right? I think, yeah, it's alluding so, to it's after episode six. And yeah. so that just, it just makes it all the much cooler because <laughs> it's just... Even though there's first order yeah. stormtrooper helmets happening. Yeah. Like yeah. they just I said, that, that one's cool. That one's cool. That one's cool. We'll stick it on this guy. And it's and we'll legend. Go. So it doesn't matter. Yeah. It's legend. <laughs> so it <doesn't> legend. <laughs> well, maybe it's just like trying to show like the, uh, the, the, the falling apart thing that yes. would be going on after the collapse mm -hmm. of an empire in the moving in of a new sort of system. Right. Yeah. Um, man. And another thing I love is the way that people and the armor looks. Japanese in this 
episode. Yeah. But at the same time, like through a Star Wars kind of way, you know? Yeah. Um, That's why I was so excited about it because it looks, it looks so realistic. It looked culturally correct in a lot of ways. Yeah. The the kimono on Master uh, Master Ronin was awesome. Yeah. Fantastic animation with the wind and how it moved. It's just awesome. I just love that, man. It's so cool. Mm. What was y'all's reaction when he pulled out his lightsaber and it was red? I felt like I got misled. Your lightsaber mm. blade is red. Because, <laughs> because <laughs> the whole time I'm got I've had the poster in front of me for different stuff. Mm-hmm. And it's he's holding a red lightsaber yeah. on the poster. Yet when it dropped and he pulled it out and it was red, I thought, what in the <laughs> no, like See, this is I yeah. knew it was coming, but I didn't think about it while I was watching right. the episode. Same. That's yeah, exactly yeah. how I was. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. And that actually takes me to my next takeaway is I'm very interested in this Ronan character. Like, mm-hmm. give me more. I would love yes. and I think they're releasing like a book or a novel or they may there, have there already. Is, there That's is so a cool. uh, a manga already out about that. Okay. Not that yeah. story, but like uh, all yes. of these. So <laughs> I know that. Yeah. Okay. And but then another thing that really stuck out or stood out. Sorry. I got I got so excited to talk about this. I just stumbled over <laughs> all the words. Um whenever he pulled his cloak back and you see all these red yes. kyber crystals is dude for me my interpretation that all the Sith that he's killed yeah. 100% definitely no so cool. he's a, that's it's so like, cool. Like, it doesn't even like it's the coolest thing I've ever thought, thought of. A Sith yeah. hunter? Like we've had Jedi hunters We've never had Sith hunters, to my knowledge. A so in, Sith in, that hunts down Sith. <laughs> in my brain, it's like whenever Count Dooku went to the dark side, I feel like if he would have came back, I feel like that's what he would have done. Would have done mm. is just taken out Sith, because mm. he's it's he's like a Sith. Uh, Master Ronan's like a Sith mercenary. I feel like he was exiled from the Sith Order and then came back to try and like take over like the rest of the Sith, so that way he could stop them from what they're doing. Well, my mind's blown. I wouldn't have thought of that. <laughs> no, I, I wouldn't have thought of that either. I uh, like that. Yeah. Well, any any other thoughts about the first episode, the last duel? Or um, sorry, not the last duel. Uh, why did I say the last? The, the duel. duel. Just the duel. Just the duel. <laughs> just the it was duel. somebody's last duel. That's yeah. true. Facts. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm good on this one. Let's get going. I, I can talk say, about this episode for hours. Yeah, I want to say that uh, the word Ronan that isn't his name he remains you know his true name remains hidden but the word ronin means back in feudal medieval japan it was a lone samurai that did not have a lord or master so that's very relevant to (laughs) very relevant to a sith that you know yeah doesn't have a master <laughs> hmm, interesting and that's a conversation that we were having actually off air and, and i didn't realize that i just just assumed that you know because everyone referenced him as ronin but i didn't realize that he never revealed what his name is that's just what everybody calls him and right. which that would make absolute perfect sense but regardless i would love to see more of this character and i really do think that we probably will especially after the reaction that uh people (laughs) have been giving to this character i I think we're definitely going to see him again but that is our thoughts on the duel you let us know those of you out there that are maybe watching live 
tell us in the live chat or if you're watching on the playback tell us uh in the comments or if you're listening on podcast hop on over to discord and tell us on that platform okay next episode two so now we are getting into episode two spoilers and episode two is tatooine rhapsody and the studio that brought that one is studio colorido i keep wanting to say colorado but i was about to say colorado (laughs) colorido okay general thoughts for me about this episode Tatooine, it was cool to be back there. Mm -hmm. I will say for me, maybe this is my lack Mm -hmm. of anime and being in that genre. Maybe just the the singing and all of that different stuff. Maybe it wasn't flashy enough for me as far, but I still loved it. Don't get me wrong. I loved it. I loved it. It delivered a different style. It gave me something different. But I know we were talking earlier about like which ones were our favorites and and stuff like that. I would classify this one definitely not my favorite, but it it was enjoyable. Those are kind of just my overall thoughts on it as far as before we dive deeper uh, into spoilers. Any overall thoughts y'all want to share on Tatooine Rhapsody? You know, I don't have a whole... I don't have a whole lot personally. I'm sorry. I'll go really quick because I want to hear what y'all have to say more than what I have to say. Mm -hmm. Um, I, I don't... I don't have a ton to take away from this, except that my inner punk rock kid was like super happy. (laughs) Like I I love, I love punk rock music. So to hear that kind of here was great. I also love that we had Jabba the Hutt in, uh, in there, but we also had his vocal tracks were from return of the Jedi. And I loved that we had that. (laughs) And then Boba Fett kind of doing one of these little kind of like head nod things. Yeah, he was grooving. I thought I didn't see that. And Java tapping his tail. Yeah. So like little things (laughs) like that really made the episode for me. But that's all I want to say about it. I want to hear from you guys. Yeah. Yeah. What what do you have to say about it? So I can tell you for sure that it wasn't as flashy, but I think the reason is because I feel like they're trying to reach the kid audience for Star Wars as well. This was very much a kid oriented episode um the very beginning it, this is like clone wars and so oh. i am so sorry <laughs> i will say all of that again um so for me it's more like a kid oriented episode um so what they did was i feel like they're trying to reach the like the kid audience for star wars visions more mm-hmm. and so um what disney's doing is pushing that so that way they can get to more like like i said the kid kid audience but they're also pushing it towards like the musical side which is what i wanted and I wanted that so mm-hmm. bad. Like whenever I thought they were going to like in a full intro for Star Wars Visions and they don't, but that's okay. There's still good music throughout the episodes. Mm-hmm. So that's Fair. good. Mm-hmm. And what was cool about that for that second episode was um, at the very beginning, they showed the battle droids and clones on the ground. And I was like, yeah. oh man, this is going to oh, get intense. Yeah. And then yeah. it didn't. <laughs> and so it was just, it was good to say the yeah. least, but it, yeah. there wasn't like, pew pew bang bang as much as sure. we would have hoped right, probably. Right. Yeah. Jacob, Jacob, what are your thoughts? I like it. I like how it was lighthearted. You know, it's not yes. okay. What I thought was cool about it is we go from the duel where it's a very like the animation itself is very dark, yeah, very, you know, real, gritty. Um, and then we go to this one and the animation itself is very uh almost like cute you know yeah and that's and I like how they did that from episode one to episode two I like how they did that because that shows you right from the get-go what's possible with anime like the range that you can get with your animation styles 
So I like that about it. And I like how it's lighthearted and yeah. the music, like I jammed out to it myself. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Hey, yeah you know? hey, was that what they were saying? <laughs> yeah. And actually that reminds me of like how most of the people on the planet are slaves. Oh, and so yeah. to, for them yeah. to sing that, I was like, Hey, it's an anthem. <laughs> it's an anthem. Yeah. yeah. Dude, I, I didn't like that. see I didn't even think of that. I can, I need to go back and watch these because I really I do think there's too. there's a lot of details in each of these episodes that I probably overlooked on just one. View. I'm going to have but, to go back and rewatch it with subtitles because I didn't do that. That's yeah. yeah, I think I think I did. I, watch I think I did on the first now, watch. So. OK, I think it just accidentally kind of happened this time because usually on the first watch, I, I don't use subtitles. But it, they were already on, and I just pressed play, and I just rolled with it. So they okay. stayed there. They stayed. But quick takeaways. Tamara Morrison as Boba Fett. I mean, obviously, anytime you hear his All voice, day. bravo. I love to hear that. Uh, I loved it. This was our, in Visions at least, our first I got a bad feeling about this line. I, I loved yeah. getting that in Visions. <laughs> uh, we saw Kenobi's homestead yeah. spotted yeah. for a brief second. Yeah. I thought that was pretty cool because it wasn't really needed. But no. it was something that this studio hmm. that made this episode knew that geeks like us would freak yes. out when they showed yes. that. And mm -hmm. I, I freaked out whenever I saw that. Yeah. And in the story, that makes you wonder if he's got the radio on and then the song is reaching. <laughs> yeah. That exact thought went that through is, my mind. Is, I'm like, is Kenobi watching this right now? <laughs> That's awesome. Kenobi's kicked back with some blue milk and blue milk. Uh -huh. He's just over there. Yeah, okay, okay. Moss Eisley Plus is on the television. And <laughs> Moss Eisley Plus. <laughs> this kid's a force user. This oh, wait a minute. <laughs> that kid's floating. <laughs> Man, I don't no, know. Um, that, that was my own head cannon there, just going crazy. What you got? I love Jacob? It. What's it? What is it called? The Dune Sea? Yeah, 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 yeah Dune Sea yeah. Hard Rock radio station. <laughs> I don't know, man. <laughs> <laughs> Those are just the thoughts that went through my head as I was thinking about seeing Kenobi's homestead spotted. Uh, you already mentioned Jabba's tail moving. I put yes. that down. I thought that was absolutely hilarious. And my final quick takeaway that I put was that this is the episode that you play for a kid. And I think yeah. someone here had already kind of mentioned that this was very, you know, pointed toward that audience. And I love, I love that though. Like, like Jacob said, the first one was very dark. It was, I guess if you could say of any of the episodes, if you're going to throw this, this descriptor on it, I, I would say the first episode of all of them would be the most adult like, and then we kind of flip flopped into this type of genre as far as, you know, the fun, the, the, colorful the yeah. kid like one and you're gavin and and jacob your analysis mm -hmm. on that was was spot on any other thoughts that any of you fine gentlemen would like to say about tatooine rhapsody but i like how boba fett remained in this episode still you know boba fett yeah <laughs> still boba he's still like, boba you're coming with me or you die <laughs> they, they yeah. kept the animation of all those characters small with bigger heads mm -hmm. and i thought that was different i don't think i've ever seen an anime like that so i thought that was really cool yeah yeah, no, I, I agree for sure. Okay, episode three. We're getting into Trace. episode three spoilers now, and it is the twins. Now, the twins was brought to us. Is it Triger? Trigger. Trigger? 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 Oh, I read that yeah. completely wrong. It is Trigger, I, I believe. Trigger <laughs> okay. is the studio that brought us uh, the twins. 
obviously for me, quick takeaway. This is so inspired by Luke and Leia. It is so evident oh, oh yes. and it was great mm-hmm. to see. And I'll just pause there and open it up to everybody else. Cause I, I want to hear what everybody else has to say. <laughs> Go ahead. I'll wait for you. Okay. Um, <laughs> you know, yeah, it's, it's very obvious that this was inspired by Luke and Leia. And, you know, I like that, you know, I, I'm a, I'm not a sequel trilogy hater. You know, I think that there are elements of it that aren't great, but that's with all of these movies, honestly. But with that being said, I like that with this little, like how these two twins came to be, we get like some Sith science secrets. Only the Sith knew via rise yeah. of Skywalker. And when that builds into them coming to a place of this is what we were born for and all this kind of, you know, that's a, that's a driving factor. And I, I, I correct me if I'm wrong, Jacob or Gavin, but that's like kind of a driving factor sometimes within anime is this is what I was meant to do or yeah. born for. So seeing mm-hmm. that come about for that sure. way was really, really cool. On top of that, it's, it's a story of siblings. We're here with our siblings tonight. So it's even, it's even cooler that we get to talk about Mm -hmm. that but at the same time it was like this nice push towards this is where we're going we've got you know there's going to be some friction we knew they were going to fight because it just they had to even if we hadn't seen a trailer we knew like these are they're going to have a showdown um my only other thing i want to say about it is that apparently you can breathe in space in this episode (laughs) it's legends it's legends (laughs) (laughs) so other than that that's all i have to say i'm going to throw it over to gavin and see uh, what you think there's not really much to say about this episode in, in my opinion because it all explained it really really well like the lore within the episode, it felt like you were going back and watching episode one, I mean, four, five, and six and getting all mm-hmm. the lore on your own. And so like, like DJ said, um, having the backstory of them being born and you could see the twins in the little pod in that one little like red room. I can't remember what it yeah. exactly looked like. Uh, it was but just that a was split really, second. Really cool. Yeah. And mm-hmm. then they had that reference to um at the very end whenever he split the Star Destroyer. In yes. yes. To, uh, episode I forgot eight. about that. Mm-hmm. It's, that Holdo like, it's the Haldo maneuver. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh huh. Yeah, that was really cool. That so that good. visual was very cool. Jacob, what what were your thoughts on the episode? Um. Yeah, it was definitely like callback to the themes of episodes four through six, Mm -hmm. but inverted to where they knew that they came from the dark side of the force Mm -hmm. and they believed that that was their purpose until brother, you know, this is something that I wondered about the whole episode though, is what changed his mind, you know? Yeah. We need like like a prequel to to this one. Yeah. Is it just, (sighs) it's hard to think about for sure. I'm trying to remember what happens it's just when the, he goes it's just to that. The force, you know? <laughs> it's just the force. He had the a vision. Force it could, in, the he had force a vision. works in mysterious ways. Yeah. <laughs> he did have a vision. That's true. In yeah. visions. <laughs> okay. That might be what happened. Is he was going to turn that copper crystal on, and that's when he got the vision. Could be something Maybe. like that. Sure. I, I yeah. have no idea. I'm down for anything at this point because right. it's all, it's all, it's legends. Yeah, it's legends. Well, other quick takeaways from me, uh, I thought the visuals whenever they were battling for that kyber crystal were beautiful. Yeah, um, very fun. big takeaway that I put in for here is this episode is for the lightsaber fans, in my opinion, <laughs> yeah. tons of lightsabers, a lot yeah. of lightsaber clashing. That was really cool to see. 
Uh, I believe we got a do or do not reference. I can't remember the yes, exact quote. Yes. Um, crap, yep. What did he say? <laughs> he said remember. something like he basically just said, oh, so it D duo, the droid. He said mm-hmm. um, he, the droid was talking to him. He goes, you're right. Uh, you're right. D duo. It's do or do not. There you go. There so, is yeah. try. There my, you go. my personal yeah. head cannon is that the droid came from the Jedi temple and he just held on to all the Jedi knowledge. And he sure. sat in on a Yoda <laughs> session and said, I'm going to remember that one. Sure. That's, yeah. my, that's my head cannon. <laughs> yeah. I like that. Uh, we already touched on hold on maneuver. That was really cool. And then I just thought it again, it, just to bring this home, it, it's really convenient that they land on Tatooine. No doubt. Mm-hmm. Because yeah. you hear the Jawa in the background. Pretty sure that you hear a Jawa as they're just yeah. kind of chilling. And there. <laughs> so that was re- that was really cool. Really cool. Any other final thoughts on uh, the twins, Jacob? Um, the twin sons. It ends with those, right? Yeah, it does. Beautiful. Just like the classic. the whole episode was actually about the sons. It had nothing to do with the the the, the sibling rivalry. It's just all right. about the sons. Just Tatooine. It's last, just Tatooine. Yeah. The last fifteen seconds of it. That's all it's about. <laughs> I, I think it was really cool that one part when they started using forced lightning when they were finally pulling the um mm. yeah uh the lightsaber not the lightsaber but the big old kyber crystal crystal apart and I think that also references to when. Ray and Kylo are getting that split apart uh lightsaber part. Ooh, and so yes. I thought I got that those was vibes really cool too. too. Yeah. I think someone already alluded to this too, but I think this episode has a lot of myth and dark yeah. side and light side and, and different Star Wars things, the force things that we've kind of alluded to, mm-hmm. but it really dives deep into them. And and I think, again, this is one of those episodes that I feel like each time I rewatch it, I could probably get something new out of because it, it does so much as so. far as force abilities and dark science. <laughs> yeah. Any other final thoughts on this episode <laughs> before we move forward? Doesn't I'm sound good. like it. I loved it. <laughs> I'm good. Let's um, move on. Yeah. I love the animation. It's very, yeah, the animation in this one was very expressive. Yeah. yeah. That's true. That's true. Okay. Episode four. We're getting into episode four spoilers. We've got two more to go. Episode four is The Village Bride, brought to us by Kinema Citrus, is the studio that brought us this. Beauty, unless Gavin to, can uh, I, can uh, it, pronounce that correctly. It may have to do with cinema, so I think it's kinema. Sure. Okay. I like it, so it's probably kinema citrus. Kinema. That that probably makes more sense. That probably makes. I more like sense. it. Uh, okay. So for me, here's my personal opinion, and you can roast me if if this is just me. It took me a minute to get into this episode. I felt like it took a while for it to build up, but Gavin's shaking his head. Gavin, what say you though? <laughs> what say you? I, I mean, when I saw this in the trailer, uh, that helmet, that um, that one, I can't remember the dude's name, uh, the old guy in the episode, but when he had the helmet on, immediately yeah. made me think of Beowulf slash like the Crusader kind of oh, helmet. Yeah. Okay. And yeah. I was like, this guy's going to be a cool, a cool, interesting uh, just person to even think about. And then when mm-hmm. the girl came in, it was just, it was, it was really cool. Okay. Well, for, for me, it, this actually is my second favorite episode of the whole thing so far from what I've Mine seen. Too. Okay. All right. Yeah. Like, well, I don't know. <sighs> episode five, maybe for me. Yes. Well, hold on. <laughs> let, me, let me jump ahead. Okay. Maybe it's a tie between this one and episode <laughs> yeah. five, but yeah. I kind of forgot what episode five is, but up to the point of, of where I was when I, I mean, I don't obviously start with one, two, three, four. 
number four out of the first four, it's my number two spot. That's a lot of weird language <laughs> just there, but you're with me. You know, yeah. I, I really enjoyed this because, and like you, Caleb, I agree with you. It took me a second to get into it. But mm-hmm. once I realized what was happening, mm-hmm. I thought, this is perfect. This is mm-hmm. like the best. This is the best episode that they could have done something like this with. Mm-hmm. Not to mention my favorite. Y'all know me around here on Mando Talk. I'm a behind the scenes junkie. I love knowing stuff behind the scenes. He does. And, and he'll tell you because I'll tell him stuff all the time. He'll be like, I didn't know that. Or he'll be like, shut up. I don't care. Which is more <laughs> often that one if we're being honest. Yeah. But Matthew Wood <laughs> is back as the voice of the battle droids. He really? was the voice uh, of the, he, that was I, him. I immediately recognized As soon that as voice I was too. like, that oh, yeah. is Matthew Wood. And he has okay. somehow <laughs> made his way into this of all. Mm-hmm. And it just, it's perfect. It's connective, but it's just this cool, really neat thing that we still have people at Lucasfilm who are like, I want to be a part of this. Or they're like, yeah. hey, we need you because you're the battle droid voice. You know? <laughs> and so for me, it, it would have been lackluster had it not been Matthew Wood and actually brought it up to a new level for me also one other yeah. thing our our jedi is wearing high heels mm-hmm. yeah yeah <laughs> i thought that was so wild so was the uh sith assassin yes. in the first episode mm-hmm. yes. they showed her yep. heels first i mean they showed her in the face in like the big old yes. car but then they showed mm-hmm. her heels yeah but anyway that's what i have to say on on this episode jacob hit me man what, what do you got Okay, oh, I can't wait. I can't wait to hear your analysis. Oh, on yeah, this because we oh, were yeah. talking about something beforehand, and I want you to kind of go down that route. Mm. Okay, <laughs> well, I'm excited. I think the number one thing that I like about this episode is the story and the themes yes. that underlie it. And of all of the episodes that we have, one through five, this one and number five might be the ones that have the most to do with the themes and the meanings and, you know, the story of the force and, you know, uh, finding purpose for a Jedi after, you know, order 66 and trying to live on in the galaxy of the empire while maintaining a connection to the force or maybe struggling with how to do that. Because we see right. masked woman at the beginning of the episode, you know, she she covers who she is. Uh, she still has that Padawan's braid, but she covers who she is to hide from the Empire. Um, right. And we see kind of like a reluctance to get involved with the situation at hand um, and step in and fight for right, which is, yeah. you know, the code of the Jedi um and to tap into the force to do that you know to find a balance mediate it you know to be the mediator using the force to put down evil when you need to and bring up good when you need to um and i love how this whole episode is like dealing with that and how uh these people on this planet and the life of the planet itself brings that out of the masked woman to where she finally decides to act and step in at just the right time at just at an awesome moment where we see Kylo Ren type of powers, which I love to see. (laughs) Well, that was something that I remember watching force awakens in the theater for the first time when Kylo does that, you know, Mm -hmm. that hand motion and it stops the bolt. You know, we'd never seen that in star Wars up to that point. Yeah. And now seeing it here in visions, 
it's funny watching it in episode seven. I was like, that's never happened before. Yeah, but I, I get it. It's I guess it's possible. And then seeing it in visions, my first thought was this is the perfect place for some weird power like this. Oh, yeah. But beyond that, <laughs> I love that you mentioned that it's about finding purpose. Mm -hmm. You know, we got to remember, you know, Dave Filoni, Clone Wars, pretty much creator. He is very well known for saying that this, these are stories for kids, cautionary yeah. tales of sorts. And finding your purpose is a great thing to communicate to anybody, really. Oh, yeah. And, you know, and if you're like oh, out yeah. there trying to figure it's out what your purpose is. Absolutely. I think this is one of those things that, um, like you said, in today's day and age, this is one of those stories that could mean something to a lot of people. Yeah. And uh, I, I just really enjoy that because as somebody who struggled for a long time to find their purpose, mm -hmm. to see a story like this where somebody does find their purpose, I think that's why it has such a high spot on my list. Yeah, me too. Me too. That and how the animation, again, is really good in this one. It is. Um, the animation in that one alluded to a lot of, uh, like, My Hero Academia. Yeah, I can see that. animation. I can um, see that. Absolutely. Had the really, like, uh, plastic kind of colorful. Yeah. And the eyes, especially in this episode. Oh, were, yeah. Were very, like. It felt very, traditional like, anime. Like, from yep. what I know, it looked it like every anime I'd ever seen. Mm-hmm. And I, but I love that. And, you know, seeing that in Star Wars, I love seeing that. Um, I want to talk more about the story just because it's so good. Calling back to what you were saying, DJ, um, how the masked woman, again, uh, she doesn't reveal her name. We don't get her name. So that's interesting. But, um, oh, and how about that lightsaber? I love that lightsaber. That was cool. That was very cool. I yeah, was and I put that as one pulse. of my takeaways. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Is but this, I think if I was listening closely, it may have not been this episode, but another one where that lightsaber clicks on and it sounds like Ray Skywalker's lightsaber. It turns on huh. the same way. Did it? So it has like that little like dial at the yeah. top where you like flick it this way. Okay. So mm. yeah, I can definitely say that that was, it was the same way you turn it on and it kind of, to me, it's okay. just sound a little bit like it. But cool. I agree. Fair enough. <laughs> yeah. Well, Jacob, your analysis on this episode, like I said, that's why I kind of wanted to take a step back because I had a feeling that you were going to yeah. kill it. Any, <laughs> any other thing that you would like to add to it? Yeah. Okay. So, um, the way that the groom carries up the bride to that sacred space, I think that's very interesting. Um, I don't really know what to make of that. I just think that's really interesting and might be like really beautiful and profound. <laughs> I'm not sure whether or not that had anything to do with like Japanese culture or anything because yeah. it, it it could i mean for all we know it could have something to do with the culture within the race they are in star wars or just just or japanese culture but i think it's yeah. like you like you talked about i think it's cool how they somehow had like the political aspect of the story within the like the 20 minute episode of like episodes one two and three they had the political aspect through this episode along with internal affairs within their tribe it was yeah. just all so cool you know, as a, mm -hmm. you know, I'm, I'm married and I would do anything for my wife, you know, yeah, exactly. I don't know. That's why it's so beautiful. Yeah. And I don't know if it, that might've been more for the married folks watching because you <laughs> yeah. sit there and you watch that and you think, man, like, am I willing to do that as a husband? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> but you know, I don't know if I physically like 
can do that. <laughs> you know, like, <laughs> yeah. uh, and I love my wife and she's, I'm not saying my wife's not petite. She is, she's a fantastic woman. I'm just saying, I don't know if I physically, my back can take that. No, <laughs> like, I, mean, I don't I think watching, I can do that. <laughs> yeah. I was watching this episode and thinking like in real life, I would be suffering. <laughs> yes, <laughs> definitely. Definitely. That, um, that wasn't an easy hike either. Yeah, to say the no, least. no, but the <laughs> mask <everything> woman moved. <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> but the mask woman's. That... Yeah. What were you going to say, Gavin? Oh, well, they got that one part where they both touched their hands onto that. It was like a memory stone. Yeah. That yeah. reminded me of the Avatar The of Last the Airbender whenever <laughs> they were talking like with the lion turtle. Whenever uh, yeah. Aang meets the lion turtle, he's able to access further like in memories from inside like the Avatar's memory bank. Yeah. And so when they think when I think about that, it's like the the like uh, the planet's history is yeah. all inside of that, just like it is with uh, Avatar Aang, along with like Avatar Kyoshi, Avatar uh, Roku, all of them. It's just so cool to see all of them. Yeah, I love that I, connection, Gavin. I am That's so really impressed good. right now. <laughs> yeah, well, I'm just sitting well, back listening to all this, yeah, and I'm just like, cool. Yeah, absolutely. To me, to me, it actually. I'm glad you mentioned the thing. The thing about the stone because it reminds me of Grogu and the Mandalorian. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. A little bit, you okay, know, yeah. just tie it back, tie uh -huh. it back to what we do, what I know at least. <laughs> yeah, you know, touche. Um, but it, that's what it reminds me of. All of this, though, fantastic. But we got one more episode to talk about. Yeah, we do, we do, and I think everyone but... is probably really <laughs> excited to talk about this final episode. And that final episode is the ninth Jedi, and it was brought to us by Production IG. And there was a lot of cool things in this episode. Visually, I loved it. The characters that we saw loved it. The moment that if you're watching live with us or just watching back on YouTube, and, and again, spoiler heavy here, spoilers with episode five. Spoiler. When we see these red sabers surrounding uh, our heroes in this episode, my <laughs> My jaw dropped, if I'm being yeah. completely honest, in this yeah. moment. Because so just to backtrack a little bit, the this idea of changing lightsaber colors is incredible to mm -hmm. me. And I yes. love this. And yet before we went live, we were talking about off air, off air. We were saying, obviously, this tech destroys canon. This is why we will never yeah. see this happen uh in canon because again we talked about it off air but boy do i wish it was canon <laughs> if the jedi temple had just implemented these lightsabers they very easily could have could have known if there were siths rising in their ranks so well, maybe they just didn't know that you could do that <sighs> maybe 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 <laughs> <I don't like laughs> it's legends maybe it's the legends. blade no. smith figured it out nah it's legends nah <laughs> <laughs> No, but what did you, what do you, you guys think? And let's start with DJ this time or Gavin. Okay. Who, who knows? I'll go. I'll go. Talk first. I talk first. You talk well, first. I don't know. Who knows? But um, what do you guys think about this episode, The Ninth Jedi? This was the episode I had the hardest time understanding what was going on. But mm. I'm glad that whenever ever, like, I'm glad when I was done with it, I kind of was like, I see now the story elements unfolding. Mm -hmm, you know, mm -hmm. I, I don't. I never try. I'm not a. I'm not a plot guesser. I don't like to get guess the plot. I want to know. I do. <laughs> I know you do, but like, mm -hmm. I wanted to see how it was going to fold. So I'm like sitting there like, man, I had to have been looking like a dummy, you know, just sitting there like, what's happening? Yeah. Like, I, I don't know what was going on. Monkey. So, but by the time yeah. everything came, came about, I was like, okay, 
you know, I'm seeing what's going on and I'm liking it. I'm a big fan of it. I like how we figured out who the ninth or why, how, not how, but like there are nine Jedi. And so mm-hmm. the whole time I was like, well, who is the ninth Jedi? And I, I counted was, basically the entire yeah, time. Yeah, I, I was, was trying like, to figure right, how many are out. there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You go ahead, though, because that's all I really have to say about it. So you, you brought up the part about how the, lightsab- the lightsaber blade changes. And mm-hmm. so that, that makes me think about how, uh, like, the, the temperer or, like, the forger for the lightsaber uh, hilts and the kyber crystals. Man, when that dude smacked that kyber crystal with that hammer under that heat, I was like, you're going to break it. What are you doing? What's your problem? But he was tempering it. And that just mm-hmm. makes me think more of the like Japanese anime aspect where you're tempering your sword. You're making your blade stronger. That's yeah. it's, and it's just really cool to see that too. Mm. But yeah, yeah, I didn't even think about that either, man. This is, we're both learn pretty big. Learn we're both pretty day. big forged and fire fans over oh, here. Yeah, we, we're big fans yeah. of like knife making and things like that. So yeah. we've seen a lot of That's these awesome. episodes where these guys will get in there and start hammering it out. So like I didn't even pick up on that. So him saying that, I'm like, oh, I totally get it because of, I have this previous knowledge from mm-hmm. um, from forged and fire and watching those mm-hmm. bladesmiths do that on there, and it makes sense to kind of put that in this context. Sure, absolutely. I would love to do that one day. Make a sword. Call me. I'll come help you. I want to. I want to learn. I don't know. Just two random guys just just out here beating on metal, trying to hope they can make a sword. Yeah. All right, Jacob. What did you think of the episode? Oh man, Um, this is another one that I could go on and on about. Yes. Um, Again, like I love the story about this one, and um, I love how it's you, you know trying to bring that bring back the Jedi. Um, but you don't know the entire time who's actually good or who's yeah. Sith. What's yeah. going on? Why are they all there? Are they going to get ambushed? And the whole time, I thought that all seven of them up in the aerial temple were Jedi. Yep. The whole time, Me I too. thought that. Yep. yep. Um, so it really, <laughs> when they got those lightsabers and they turned red, I was like, yep absolutely (laughs) (laughs) absolutely um but deer in the headlights yeah exactly but we but uh when Kara, when she picked up a lightsaber and her father was saying like uh you know maybe one day you'll be able to use this and train and know how to use it and it'll change a color for you we were like, yeah, she's definitely the ninth. Definitely. <laughs> you could tell very early that she was going to be the ninth Jedi well, in, in that okay. episode. I, yeah, I think that was obvious, but I kind of had a moment. I'm not sure if Caleb and I were thinking the same thing. Am I the only one here that thinks that, that de- her dad isn't even her dad, but he's like a Jedi who ran away from the temple or something and just took a youngling with him? I wasn't mm. thinking that. Is anybody I wasn't else thinking that, that either. Okay, because like I thought I had a moment with Caleb where I was like, I think we're thinking the same thing, but no, Um, no, I I've thought that this whole time and thought, no, like and I actually for a while was like, that guy's the ninth Jedi. So, yeah, are there 10 Jedi? I don't don't really know the whole thing. So anyway, that was where I was kind of thinking. So going back to what you were talking about, the temperer, um, those guys that are making and forging, they're called temperers because he was tempering the Kyber crystal. Mm-hmm. Um, when he turned the lightsaber on after he finished it and showed Kara, it was blue. Yeah. So he had, so he had the force. He knew how yep. to at least use it. Um, and so whenever Kara turned hers on, it was transparent. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah. But throughout the episode, mm-hmm. if you keep watching, after she comes to the temple and starts fighting uh, the, all the different Sith, yep. it turns green. Yep, yeah. yep. It's green. And I freaked out when that happened. Uh, I noticed it. I was like, is it green the entire yeah. time? And then it wasn't. <laughs> so yeah. It was and just it's so cool. In, it's incredible in just a 20-minute short that just that little nugget thrown in there is incredible character development yeah. and, and we yeah. see it unfold. And then when it switches colors, it's like, it's like seamless, like there for yeah. a second, you're like, when did that happen? Did, did that just happen? <laughs> yes, yes, yes. Or has that been there for a while? So that was really cool. And I'm glad you, you pointed that out because that is definitely something that I took away big time yeah. uh, from the episode. You notice, you notice his lightsaber, you notice the big guy, the big uh, furry guy, mm-hmm. you know, yes. Yeah, you notice his change after his lightsaber, after he clashes with Kara's, it turned, it starts turning purple. And he's like, yes. who are you? Um, Which I, I made a mo- uh, not a motion. What is this, a business meeting? I mentioned <laughs> before, it is a business meeting. No, I mentioned before oh, yeah. we went live tonight that that is a nice reference to some previous Legends material yeah, about absolutely. you can go so close to the dark side, but that means that you're, uh, lightsaber is purple a la mm-hmm. mace windu mm-hmm. and um from jedi uh, padawan temple the youtube uh series that uh, um ahmed best did as a jedi he, his lightsaber was also purple just yeah. as a throw yeah. that in there really quick the line between light and dark is so very thin yes to yeah. destiny 2 there you go destiny? Mm-hmm. how's that not in star wars uh You'd have to play the game to understand. All right, fair enough. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right. Uh, I will say who's... my last thing, my last thing here. I think this episode deserves a sequel. I, I want to know more. I want to know oh, about yeah. the, yes. this yes. group. All of, of the episodes of, uh-huh. deserve a sequel. That's true. We we need a season two. We <laughs> season already two. need season, season two, two visions. Absolutely. Uh, but I'd, I'd specifically want to see these characters continue their journey of starting the Jedi Order or mm-hmm. renewing the Jedi order. I just wanted to throw that out there before we continue to discuss a little bit more. And the last yeah. part about that, uh, like the very end of the episode, like the beam shoots out of the rock in the sky. Right. And so, but then you're looking at it upside down. You're like, okay, this is kind of weird. Is it like the portal from like the Thor Ragnarok movie or like something, but then it turns upside down and it looks yeah. like a lightsaber and you hear the lightsaber sound. Yes, yeah, he's like a giant so lightsaber. Cool. It was yeah. a perfect ma- marriage into that, and it reminded me a lot of that OG Return of the Jedi poster with the mm-hmm. holding the lightsaber up. It really yes. reminded me of that, and I guess yeah. that, that one A New Hope poster as well. Because yeah, that right there. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I'll be, like I'll, be I'll be I'll yeah. be Leia and just like. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, but anyway, that's what it reminded me of. Yeah, it was good stuff. It was yeah, good it stuff. Was. It was. Uh, uh, I one love more that thing episode. I want to say. Uh, Gavin, I don't know if this did it for you, but the Jedi, the Jedi hunters, <laughs> I thought that they kind of reminded me of the Akatsuki. What did you think when you saw them? What I can't remember what that's from. That's you from Naruto. Okay, so oh. I've only seen like a little bit of Naruto. I just really started, like watching it. Oh, yes, man. And so, but I know what you're talking about. <laughs> I have seen I've seen enough of people talking about it and everything. I agree. I do. I do agree. It does remind me of that a little bit. Can you enlighten us? Because I have no idea what that is. Yeah, I'm clueless. The (laughs) Akatsuki. Yeah. What is that? Okay, so they're the bad guys in much of Naruto. Okay. Naruto Shippuden. There you go. Yeah. Are they the guys that whose faces always look gray? No, not all. I thought those were. 
I thought those were the bad like guys. black cloaks with red yeah. clouds on them. Yeah. Okay. And like yeah. at the start of the series, they're wearing like those big uh wide hats that they wear over in Asia and it kind of like conceals okay. their identity. Oh, yeah. 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 That's why it reminded me of them. Yeah. Because okay. okay. they were cool. wearing those hats I had no idea. when they that first got, got out of the, the ship. Um, uh what what are they called? Um what's that large like that uh that elite group of demon slayers in demon slayer what are they called do you remember mm. it starts with an h no i don't um, remember hellraisers i can look it up really quick <laughs> um i don't remember let me check very quickly um You're going real quick there bud <laughs> shut, shut up um, he, said, he said shut up <laughs> Wait, okay. I just, well, while you're I just trying to figure that out, you know, final thoughts as far as visions goes as a whole for what we've sure. seen one through five. Right. Just absolutely incredible. Did you figure it out? They're called the Hashira. Okay. It okay. reminded me of the Hashira yeah. because like all of them were coming together and trying trying to be like uh, hmm. the grand scheme of like Jedi to come finally can restart. Yeah. Uh, like the Jedi Order. But then yeah. they were all red. So it was like the opposite of the Hashira. It was more. Is there like anime the for dummies? Yeah, because yes. I need it. I need. I think I needed it. I need to enroll. I need to enroll in said course is. for sure. Yes. <laughs> well, Professor Jacob and Professor well, Gavin have. can walk us through there. Y'all so, already have. We're here. We've <laughs> got our first Star Wars we've... Visions. Yes. Uh, okay. There you go. Not just Star well, Wars. Like I was saying before, we went that, and I'm so glad we went into that. I gave him a hard time, but I mean, we're brothers. We have to. Um, <laughs> right. I just want to say as a, my final thoughts for visions, I'd like everybody, if we could all just say our final thoughts about what we've seen thus far in episodes one through five, for me, this is one of those things. I think we've all said this tonight. We all want a season two, just mm -hmm. based on about half of it. You know, we've mm -hmm. only gotten, I've only watched five episodes. I've still got four more to watch and I yeah. want nine more. I want 20 more. You know, honestly, I think mm -hmm. that a second season would be fantastic. So for me, this is revealing something to me I didn't know I, I wanted to see in Star Wars. And I yeah. love it so much. Uh, uh, I'll say it over to Gavin. What do you have to say about it so far as a whole? So far? I mean, I've watched, I've also watched episode six, so I know a little bit more. Uh, but mm. looking through it all, I think with uh, how like the kids, like the kids aspect of it is going to go pretty far. I feel like there's going to be maybe some action figures, maybe some toys. That'd be fun. I'm really hoping for Legos. If there's Legos, Ooh. I am immediately buying that stuff. <laughs> but like like Jacob has talked about the entire time, the storyline for almost all of these episodes has has been phenomenal. I yeah. mean, I expect I, I like going into this anime Star Wars has been something I've been wanting since I was like 14. <laughs> but that's because I've seen so many things on YouTube, people like making it and just trying to get yeah. get it out there. Yeah. It's and just, I mean, the original Clone Wars was almost, you know, yeah. almost that. Oh, yeah. It's just, I'm, I'm so glad we have it now. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's so great to have. Well, yeah, Jacob, what do you got to say so far about what um, we've seen? I just love it, love it, love it, love it, love it. Um, I love anime, and I love seeing Star Wars in anime. Uh, I love the stories, all of them. And I know that I'm going to love the next four I love the way that Star Wars is finally being expressed in this art form where each episode can be its own unique yeah, yes. work of art. Yes. Um, I love that. And I know that lots of people are going to appreciate that. And I love that fact too, that people are going to appreciate anime and look into it that much more because of this, uh, because there's so much good anime out there. 
Um, and it's not just for, you know, weird people Nerds. in high school <laughs> that do Naruto runs through the hallways. Oh, it's like, <laughs> who cares? Ones, you know, you I'll do that all day. I do not do that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. All right. Well, my final thoughts here, and it's something, and I fall in that, that category. I'm somebody that has never really given anime its due diligence if i'm being completely honest just because there's so much other content out there that i that i take in but i do fall in that category where i think visions is going to maybe push me in that direction to finally give this genre a closer look and i think that is is phenomenal in itself and it's it's phenomenal to see lucasfilm having the cojones if you will to do mm-hmm. this because let's be honest it, it, i'm sure that it was a I struggle was a at risk. first to, to do this and it's something yeah. that a lot of people out there have always wanted to do and to wanted to see and we're getting it and it's executing at least so far i've seen one through five i haven't seen any of the others but i have no doubt that six episodes six through nine will be just as good and just as interesting and Mando Talk will be here next week to talk about episode yeah. six through nine. And I can't wait to talk Let's about go. talk about those episodes because I, I had a lot of fun tonight as, you know, me and DJ more so just the Star Wars down that lane. But then Gavin and Jacob coming in clutch with the anime Absolutely. analysis and and all of these terms and characters and stories that I have <laughs> no clue what they are. But I'm sure somebody out there listening knows exactly what they're talking about. Yep. And I'm glad that you were able the listener was able to get that the Star Wars lane, the anime lane all mixed into one. And that's what Visions is successfully doing. So I can't wait to continue to see this show moving forward and possibly in a season two. Gavin, what you got? I'm going to sell out for us real quick. If you are on the YouTube, please subscribe. There you go. Please like. I didn't even tell him to say that. (laughs) He did that on his own. Subscribe and like. Subscribe and like and share. Subscribe and like and share. (laughs) And uh, hey, click that bell. That way you get notified as soon as we go live. And, and then that way you can hang out with us. And, and it really, it is just a big hangout sesh. Like if you mm-hmm, type yeah. in the chat, your voice is going to be on our episode. Oh, yeah, and, and we love to continue uh, to do this. So those are our final thoughts on Star Wars Visions episodes one through five. Again, we appreciate everybody being here. And let's pass this back to Gavin first. We appreciate you being here this week. Uh, any final thoughts that you want to say? I'm just glad y'all wanted me to have you wanted to have me here. And yeah. I'm, I'm glad I got to meet Jacob. It's good to see your face. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> good to meet you too, man. Absolutely. And Jacob, what do you have? Any final thoughts you want to um, tell the listeners? I just had a lot of fun talking to y'all about this tonight. And to all you listeners, um, watch this show, watch this <laughs> series, because it's awesome and it's beautiful. Yeah. Burn good stories Burn <laughs> <up>. <laughs> all right dj i appreciate you being here yet another week and uh Absolutely. can't wait to do it again man what, any final thoughts from you just that this reminds me so much of the first time i got to be on mando talk with you yeah. guys and we said a, a lot that night which was star wars is about family mm-hmm. and to share this with our families tonight was really cool so instead of what i normally do my send off i usually say tell your mama you love her tonight tell your brother you love him Hey. Don't tell your brother your you love him. Tell your mom love you love you, her too. Love, love you, brother. brother. <laughs> and, and, here's and he my says, dog. okay. <laughs> and to my brother that's not here with us tonight, Brock, love you too, man. You better say it too. I, I love you. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Oh, that's I all I've got to say. 
All right. Well, listen, until next time, check us out on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, TikTok at Mando Talk. Uh, chat with us in Discord. Click that link that's in the description. And until we see you on the next episode, as always, we have spoken. <laughs>